0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Is this thing Give me the yeah.
2: the Out of Bound Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi.
1: Uh, good morning. Welcome in. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bound Sports or Facebook. Search the Out of Bound Show. This is ESPN, 105.9 The Zone. And the Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Ram truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. Mackhikeflowood.com. If you're in the market for a pre-owned truck or SUV. And our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We welcome in Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, SI.com. And Ross wrote uh two outstanding articles this week. Uh one on Mike Leach, the most interesting man alive, stories about Mike Leach paint his life picture. And then also he followed that up with uh Inside Zach Arnett's Abrupt Ascension at Mississippi State, and he walks you through um how Mike Leach hired Zach Arnett, which is amazing, at a bar on a three-hour phone call. Uh, Ross Dellinger, good morning. How are you? Good, Bo. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Tell me about the first time you met uh, the pirate, Mike Leach.
2: Yeah, he was. Uh, it was a couple months into his uh, first year at Mississippi State. He just got hired a couple months before that, and I visited. It actually was. One week before the covid shutdown uh, it was the first week of march in twenty twenty and uh <laughs> spent uh two days in starkville um went uh so went out went out twice on the on the on the night uh with with leach uh with, with him and his staff to the grill ate and drank and all that stuff i remember The grill, I think, you know, it was a midweek visit, and the grill closed like at nine o'clock. Well, all the Mississippi State coaches there, and Leach, and me, and uh, we walk in like at eight thirty, you know, or something like that, or, um, and they stay open. They stayed open for for us past well past ten. I think they closed at nine or so, and they they'd stay open probably to eleven or even later. And then finally <laughs> the waiter, the waitress came over and was like, you guys got to go, <laughs> you know, we got to shut down. So, um, I remember walking out and, you know, as they said, there was no, there was no quick conversation with Mike Leach. Um, if you thought it was going to be five minutes, it's going to be 45. You thought it was going to be 45. It's going to be an hour and a half. And so we're walking out to his car. All the coaches had left. Everybody had left the, the restaurants, dark, um, and we're walking out and we stood in the parking lot for I kid you not, probably forty five more minutes, just standing in the parking lot talking. He just it was constant. He uh he could hit on so many different topics. He had um he had knowledge of so many different issues and topics and he wanted to talk about them all. Um and it was yeah, it was that was my that was my introduction to uh to Mike Leach.
1: Uh during that two days with Mike what's the one whether you were in the building having lunch dinner you know kind of what what's the one thing that really jumped out at you
2: Ross Well it's it's just that like it it amazed me how he could talk about so many different things that have nothing to do with uh with each other um you know he he could talk about the history of the Navajo Indians, uh, in one sentence, uh, and then switch over to the state of the U.S. economy in another, um, and and talk about them each pretty well, pretty knowledgeable. Uh, that's what, that's what really stuck out when you were, when you were around him is just his vast array of, of knowledge on topics.
1: When, uh, who who told you about the? Well, I don't know if it was John Cohen or a staffer or who, but he would take. We, we knew he would take calls during practice. Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State. But who told you the story about Donald Trump calling him during practice and him taking the call during practice?
2: Yeah, well, uh, several people. So that yeah, that that came from, and I knew that. Um, you know, obviously I knew that before I, before this week I had I had knowledge that he was he would take calls from from Trump during practice. Um um so that that came from several people. But you know he one thing Leach didn't do, um, and I wrote a little bit about this, is he had a lot of celebrity type friends, kinda like that, kinda like Trump. And he didn't really talk about him a whole lot and especially didn't talk about his relationship with Trump. Uh I think he kind of knew how divisive Trump was, in he or is, and he he didn't he didn't talk he just didn't talk about him very much. Uh, he didn't talk about their relationship. So not until after his death did people really want to talk about that uh, on the record, really, um, you know. And so I was able to get a couple people to talk. Yeah, one John Cohen, uh, Eric George, I think, also talked to me a little bit about it, um, the deputy AD at, at Mississippi State, uh, and they yeah they. <laughs> You know, it's it's a it's a it's a funny story of you know they all the administrators are at practice and they see they see Mike step away uh, on a phone call and then they ask him you know afterward who it was and he said Oh, you know Donald Trump and they're just kind (laughs) of like floored Uh, and the thing is 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 and I wrote it in there but Leach took quite a bit of calls at practice he he would talk to reporters uh, actually. At practice, he would take calls from reporters. At practice, there's stories of reporters hearing whistles and stuff in the background. They're like, uh, "Coach, what are you doing?" And, oh, well, I'm at practice, and they're like, you, "You know, you don't, you don't have to like talk to me and give the interview now." it's like, "No, no, that's okay. You know, I'm okay. Like, let's just keep keep going." So he could, he could just he would he wants to he wanted to have a conversation and a debate uh, anytime, even if it was right in the middle of practice.
1: Uh- Can you imagine, like any other, just about any other college football coach you've you've interviewed, a hundred of them, if not more. Can you imagine all the other guys taking a phone call, especially from a reporter in practice, and taking twenty minutes or so?
2: Yeah, no, no. And and uh, I'm I'm asked a lot about who my, you know, most interesting coaching interviews are. People always want to know like. Uh, how a coach is, you know, when you, when you can get them one on one or go to dinner with them or whatever. So I always get the question of who are the most interesting or who are your favorite or who, you know, whatever. And, uh, there's, there's, it's always the same answer. Uh, you know, there, there are two that are, uh, different you know, more unique than any other coach I've ever been around in is Dana Holgerson and Mike Leach. And they're they're on the same tree, actually, and they're very good for them. They were very close friends. Uh, In fact, Dana texted me either Sunday or Monday, and he was, you know, he was pretty shook by uh, by everything that's happened with Mike because they're very close. Um, But they're very different than uh, any other coach. They're just so unique in their own way. Um, If you met them on the street, you would have no idea.
0: Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply.
1: Ross Snellinger, SI.com, two uh, great pieces this week. One on Mike Leach and one on Zach Arnett. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. One of my favorite uh, parts of your article on Leach this week was the fact that he lived in uh, one of the left field lofts right when he got to Mississippi yeah. state. Yeah. And I knew this cause I knew the which one he was in, uh, but that he didn't want to move out because he loved uh, walking to the building, just like he lived right off campus at Washington state. Talk a little bit about that, Ross.
2: Yeah. Le- Leach, uh, notorious for uh, walking everywhere. Um, he, he didn't drive uh, Dave Emmerich, uh, who who was basically his right hand man for 20 years and actually left last year, left Mississippi State for USC. But uh, he was his right hand man all the way going back to like uh, certainly in the Texas Tech days, but even before that, they were together at Kentucky when Leach was an assistant. Uh, Dave said, in in you know 25 years or so around him, he has only seen him drive one time. It was in 1997. So I, I don't I don't know. Um, the last time that he drove a vehicle, I have no idea his wife might uh, might know, but he just didn 't drive. so when he wanted to get somewhere, either a graduate assistant, a support staff member, uh, an administrator at Mississippi State drove him or he walked and um, so Washington State, he lived right off campus and he walked to work every day, uh, even in the snow, twenty degrees, whatever he walked to work uh, in Mississippi State, they put him up like you said, he yeah, had the baseball. Stadium condos there in left field. And, uh, he was there for several months and, um, did not want to move out. Uh, Sharon could not find a house they liked. I remember visiting and they just could not find a house they really liked. And, And he liked the condo so much. And obviously those condos cost a lot of money. Donors had bought those condos. It's a primo seat for the baseball games. And, uh, Mississippi state officials basically had to kick him out. You know, they had, they had to tell him you, you've got to go. Uh, and I think Sharon, his wife really probably didn't want to live, um, you know, in a 900 square foot place, uh, <laughs> permanently. So there was that as well, but, but it was so close to camp, you know, it was so close to everything. He loved it. He, he wanted to stay there. And, and, uh, yeah, that's typical Leach. You know, he, he, um, you know, he wasn't, uh, obsessed with, uh, you know the glamour um, right. of, of of things you know he made five million dollars a year the guy could have um, you know had some of the nicest possessions in the world uh, it, but he didn't he didn't care you know there's a really quick story I didn't even write about this story from Brandon Langwa the the associate athletic director yeah. and, and head of communications at Mississippi State was really close with Mike and, and he, he he's had a rough week uh, but he would drive Mike a lot. He'd pick him up from the house. He would drive him to different events, speaking engagements, press conferences, what, what, what you have. And, um, he says one time Mike was on the road and Brandon was going to go meet him somewhere in an event, uh, probably an alumni speaking event. And Mike called him and said, Hey, I need some Hawaiian shirts. And Brandon said, Oh, Hawaiian shirts? Like for what? And, oh, I just, you know, I need to, I, I want to wear some Hawaiian shirts. I got this event. So Brandon went to Walmart. And uh, he bought $5, a, a, like a basket of $5 Hawaiian shirts, like spent like $25, bought like five Hawaiian shirts. Went and uh, gave them to Mike, really cheap shirts, you know, looked pretty cheap, whatever. Gave them to Mike. Mike loved them, fell in love with them. <laughs> Brandon said, still wore them up until the day he died, basically. Still wore these $5 Walmart. Hawaiian Church. This is a man who made $5 million. And it just tells you a lot about, about Mike and, uh, you know, what he cared about in life.
1: That's incredible. Ross Dellinger, sports illustrated SI.com on the yingling Lager guest line, uh, celebrating Mike Leach's life and his impact on all of us in college football. You know, Ross, we've been around a lot of coaches. They're all, so many of them are so guarded and he he just he just wanted to chew the fat and have a drink and hang out and you know that and I know you've been around so many coaches that uh, don't give you anything right because they're so paranoid and guarded and Mike Leach was the opposite of that.
2: He was, um, you know, I, it's interesting. He was guarded about one topic: football. Yeah. Mike, Mike didn't want to talk about football. He he, he wanted to talk about anything else um, outside of football. Uh, he, he did not. He did not want to spend time talking about football. One person when I was going through all the all the um, interviews, one interview. Uh, I, I forgot even who it was. Uh, this person was talking about Mike and football and how he he thought that Mike never wanted to talk about football because he knew things about football in the game and he didn't want to share them he he didn't want to give away the secrets uh and he so that he didn't talk about football very much he talked about anything else um but you know you you do you do kind of wish that um there were coaches out there um that would uh, that would uh be a little more open and relaxed uh with you um like Mike was you know he he just he was so uh the 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 way he talked about subjects uh, he he just he didn't care you would have never thought he was a major college football coach and a celebrity because he really he really didn't care um uh, what what he what he said in a lot of ways and sometimes that backfired of course especially sure. on twitter right we've seen that we saw that backfire a little bit on Twitter with him this first few months on the job of mississippi state but that, that was one of the uh great things about him is that he was a, a coach and a celebrity who just uh didn't think of himself like that and so didn't really care what he what he said and would would talk to you about virtually anything except football uh and um i remember trying to God, i i was in his office in first week of october i visited there so about two months ago or so and um we were in his office talking about will rogers and the quarterback And i was trying to get him to tell me about will and the heisman trophy and him not being in consideration and he did talk about it a little bit and then i went to about hey how is he in your offense and tell me about your offense how it fits him and there was just nothing like he did, he did not he did not want to talk about it he wanted to switch gears and wanted to talk about nil in in the state of college athletics and uh, name, image, and likeness stuff in Congress, in uh, NIL bill, and um, yeah, it. Um, that's that's how that's who he was. Did you hear Ross Dellinger Sports Illustrated
1: about you? Did Did you hear the story about him meeting Charles Barkley at a party and Charles Barkley picking him up?
2: Yeah, I saw that last night. Dave Emmerich, the, the you know his former uh, kind of chief of staff. Tweeted that, I tweeted that story out last night or, or yesterday. I saw it last night. I texted Dave, who I interviewed for the my story earlier this week. And uh, I said, Dave, you, you kept that story from me, man. That, that would have been great in my list of stories. That would have been fantastic. And uh, Dave said, dude, there's so many stories that they just keep, you know, they're going to randomly come back to me. Uh, you know, in probably for months now, he'll probably oh, yeah. remember these stories that just randomly pop into his head. But that story is great, isn't it? Like he went to a he went to some event. Charles Barkley was there. Dave later on. Dave asked him, "Yeah, how was the event?" Well, I met Charles Barkley. He picked me up, and Dave said, "Well, where were you at? Did he you, you know he picked you up in his car?" And Mike, and Mike said, "No, he picked me up physically and carried me around the party." <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: Uh, Ross Nellinger on the Out of Bounds Show. So, uh, can you imagine? You did a you did a hell of a piece on Zach Arnett and how Mike Leach hired him um, at a bar in Desoto County on the phone. Um, mm. And Arnett had just been hired by uh, Syracuse, so it was kind of a quick turnaround there, and maybe a a big recruiting lobbying effort from from Mike Leach, Fox and Hound Bar and Grill in in North Mississippi. But kind of segue in a little bit, uh, you know, Mike's coming off winning seven games and eight games. He had to rebuild the thing. Moorhead had, had driven the program into the ground, and Mike's won a pretty nice amount of games the last two years. Can you imagine being 36 years old or 37 and and having to even tr- attempt to fill Leach's shoes, Ross? Was that Garnett?
2: Yeah, it's. Uh those are those shoes at least from an off the floor perspective that no one could fill. Um, but, uh, it it is, it's a tall task, uh, for, for Zach and you know, he's obviously Zach is incredibly young, right? He's 36 years old. Uh, he, um, uh, he just got to major college level at Mississippi state for, uh, forever. He was, um, you know, a, a assistant at New Mexico and San Diego State. Uh, it, it just uh, it, this is a a wide world he's stepping in. He's the youngest coach in the SEC by three years. He he may be the second. We don't. I don't know this completely yet. I'm working with the SEC office on it. But he's the second youngest coach we think in in SEC football history. Uh, and uh Mike Archer from lSU was the was the youngest wow. like, at thirty four thirty five but okay. but he he's so he's really young and um it's 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 gonna be interesting to see you know he's got a lot of respect there from a lot of people around the university and from a lot of players and you know let's just cut through the the b s like they partly hired him because they were in because this timing this yeah. this bad bad timing, right? Like, like you got the transfer portal that's, that's buzzing and players are getting, players of Mississippi State's team are getting offers, probably NIL, you know, big NIL offers to leave now that they don't have a coach or didn't at the time. Um, you know, you got that going. You got signing day. You're trying to hold together a class next, next week. You, you're right in the middle of bowl prep. So, but partly because of timing he got the job, but also partly because he does have, A lot of respect there in his in the the players really like him you know i'll give you a little snippet here that i really haven't written about but um you know mike was sick during the season i don't think people understand like really how sick he was but he had very like serious pneumonia type symptoms i don't know if it was specifically pneumonia but it was certainly symptoms you would you would you would uh, classify with with kind of pneumonia like um, just uh, caught bad bad awful cough and fatigue and all that and, you know, it got to the point where I think some of the players were like, oh, man, like, Coach is really sick. And they went to some folks high up uh, and said, look, if Coach can't go anymore, I just want you to know, you know, we, we're we behind Zach. We like Zach. You know, he's our guy kind of thing. So they re- he really had the support of the players, including not just defensive players but offensive players and specifically, you know, the quarterback, Will Rogers, I, I think, likes, likes Zach a lot. And, and that was big in all this. Uh, and then let's not – Let's not uh, look past Zach's units. I mean, they've been really, really good. I think his first year, they were, like ranked 50th. The last two years, they're in the top 30, 35 or so uh, in defensive uh, statistics. So they've been they've been really good.
1: Well, uh, you did a great job, man, on both your both your articles this week, and uh, we appreciate you uh, spending some time with us. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. We appreciate it, Ross Dellinger. Thanks man. Thanks. Ross Dellinger, si.com, two articles this week, um, both on Mike Leach, but, um, one with some wonderful Mike Leach stories. And then the other one on how Mike Leach hired Zach Arnett. If, uh, look, if you're a hell state fan, a college football fan, you want to go to si.com, pull up both. They're fantastic. Ross Dellinger on the yingling lager guest line spent, a couple of days with Mike Leach, uh, a week or so before COVID shut everything down, which was about a month into uh, Leach's tenure. No, no, no. two About a month and a half into Leach's tenure at Mississippi State. Blake?
3: Isn't it interesting that Mississippi State has two monumental sports instances that originate in a bar? Their baseball stadium was designed in a bar, and their new head football coach was hired in a bar. Just going to throw that out there. That's. They're both factual statements. You do with that what you will. I'm just saying they're factual statements. Yeah. Those people... So, the baseball... The the original baseball stadium was designed... The original. In, no, no, no. I'm saying the original thought for the new stadium... Got it. ...was designed in that bar in Omaha. They okay. sat in the bar and they set an idea for a okay. new cathedral of the stadium. Obviously, they designed it in an architecture studio. I understand sure. that. Sure, But But the, the thought... The original idea of we need to rebuild it. I'll have to ask. Yeah, that Michael story's been Berner told. Yeah. Them. Okay. It, it's a oh, what is it? Something parrot? The something parrot bar or something in Omaha? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and now Mike Leach. I, I mean, you heard Charlie Winfield. Mike Leach was a, essentially hired at a bar. Uh, yeah, they his poolside bar, <laughs> bi- bicycle shop to Leach's yeah. house, and, probably and now get that Arnett was hired at a bar. That's incredible.
1: And Mike Mike was on the phone. With Zach Arnett yeah. for three hours yeah. at the Fox and H- they just made the Fox and Hound famous. I'm just saying we may have to go take a road trip to DeSoto County in South Haven. The Out of Bounds Show 105.9 The Zone ESPN brought to you by Junoker Jewelry Store. Guys, if you're in the. If you're looking for those uh, that pair of earrings, the engagement ring, necklace, you name it, uh, bracelet, all at Juncker Jewelry Store. In Madison, on Highland Colony. We appreciate Ross Dellinger stopping by and hanging out with us today.